0: Welcome to The Winner Circle with Derek Pang. On this podcast, I'll be introducing you to real world heroes who have stepped outside their safe, known worlds to pursue and live their win, their best lives. This is a choice we all get to make. The intention behind these conversations is to inspire you to move forward with greater faith, trust, and belief in yourself on your hero's journey ahead. Let's go, hero! All right, welcome everyone to the Winner Circle, and I'm really excited to have today's guest on. Let me introduce him. So on today's episode, I interviewed the director of fitness programming at On It in Austin, Texas, the former longtime general manager of On It Gym. He has most recently launched the Unconventional Gym Athlete, the 12-week program that uses three pieces of equipment: barbells, kettlebells, and body weight to help you become your own superhero. Welcome to the winner circle, Juan Leja.
1: Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm excited to be on here.
0: Yeah, excited to have you on. Um, So right now in the world, there's a a lot going on, a lot of chaos. Um, But I like to keep this podcast positive and light. So let's discuss what do you love about your world right now? What is going well? What I love
1: about my world right now? Yeah. What's going well? I mean, a lot of things are going great right now. You know, most importantly, my health, you know, that's the most valuable thing, you know, is being healthy, you know, so health is going great. Family's healthy. Everything's good. My team is good. Uh, our business, our gym is operating and, you know, the members here, are, you know, crushing and getting great, you know, getting optimized. So, you know, I'd say, Thank you, you know, outside of like the pandemic world and like limitation on traveling, you know, no complaints here.
0: Excellent. Um, so, we discussed the hero's journey on this podcast, and every hero, really, every human, um, it helps them on their journey if they know their mission. And our mission is something that's changing um, all throughout our life. But right now, on this date in 2020, Juan Leja, what is your Mission. What is your purpose here on this reality plane?
1: So right now you're breaking out, but uh, I'm picking it up. Let me see. All right, cool. So you know my mission right now, still the same as it's been for a very long time. Is you know treat people good, help people on their journeys in any way that I can. You know, for me, you know, I'm in the fitness industry, so. My help kind of pertains to fitness, you know, that's kind of like where my strength is and kind of helping develop people, whether it be coaches, whether it be, you know, clients to like be healthier in their lifestyle, things like that. So my mission is just to help, you know, like without sounding like super on it, like uh, optimize people, you know, in and out of the gym. And I'm a true believer that, you know, the people that work hard in in the gym it translates a lot to their actual life outside of the gym. You know, you see that kind of carry over to their businesses, the way they're doing things, the way they treat others. You see it all in that gym environment. And like, you know, if they're working hard, they're probably gonna work out hard outside of the gym. If they treat everyone back in the gym, like teammates and all that, you'll see that in their companies that they own. They like treat everyone as a team, you know? You see all that kind of just carry over. So my mission is just to like, help people optimize themselves in and out of the gym obviously I'm in this atmosphere where it is the gym. So that's kind of where I play to my strengths and help people that way. So Mm -hmm. yeah, my mission is just help people through fitness, you know, I know it sounds a little cliche, but you know, it's the kind of like the hand that I was dealt and, you know, I'm happy with it and, you know, got to run with it. So.
0: Absolutely. And from my time in Austin, you're definitely doing that mission you're helping so many people along the way. And it's exciting. um, This new, Unconventional Gym Athlete program that you have out now. Um, Do you want to maybe talk to talk to me a bit about that um, and celebrate that? How people could get your programming and your help outside of Austin, which is a huge benefit.
1: All right, so yeah, I mean, I would gladly talk about it. So, the Unconventional Gym Athlete is something that you know I've been working on for years. I just didn't really know what that was going to come out to be, you know, in this uh, evolving fitness industry. You know, it's not no longer like you can just train a bunch of clients in person, and you can and do do well, but you'll reach more people online. You know, but it's also, you know, there's different ways to get stuff out there, whether it be apps, whether it be you know follow-alongs, whether teaming up with a company to publish your stuff, YouTube, you know, you name it. There's a lot of ways to get fitness out to people, and uh, you know, they're all great. For me, it was just kind of like finding out what works best for for my time and how i can you know feel confident in something that i'm releasing so you know i'm a coach first so i believe in you know programming and like getting a person from point a to point b to point c and helping them along their journey and you know reaching new heights so you know it took a while of brainstorming You know, i've been doing training for 15 years 16 i don't even remember now Uh, for a long time in the industry for for a while so I've learned you know the bodybuilding background I've learned the strength conditioning background I've learned the unconventional background you know the therapy background I've learned you know the nutrition I've learned all of it but you know they all are great you know but for my clientele that I'm trying to reach I pick things at each one that I really saw that worked for me as a coach to like kind of like introduce members to help them along their journey so you know that's why I called it the unconventional gym athlete because it's not your conventional you know program where all you're doing is you know your deadlifts like six by three take five minutes off break and then do another set you know and uh, so it's like you know you still do the heavy lifting but you know we're adding a little bit of a twist and turns in there you know you're doing your deadlifts you add a little bit of movement in between you know you're throwing in your kettlebells mixing them up so you know just gathering. Pieces of different uh, modalities that I've learned throughout the years, you know, and may, formulating into this method that has worked for me, you know, has worked for me and for my members and, uh, you know, my clients that I trained. So, yeah, mm. I'm actually really excited. You know, it was, the, it was the, like, you know, I drafted it a few times. Uh, I tested the programming plenty of times and see what works. And it's kind of just finding that happy medium since I only did an ebook. You know, the reason I went with an ebook, it was just because, you know, it's simple you know people can access it they can own it forever they can look at it whenever they want you know some programs you can you know you can not run them every year or you can but but you know run it one year run other programs come back to it the next year do it again you know and things like that so that's what the reason i did the ebook is so people can like hold it in their hands and then you know getting something out there because that's kind of been one of the things people are like. we're gonna release a program and we're gonna do this i want to do the training to do it on it, gym and like what that so i was like I mean, with this evolving industry, if I did something soon, then you know I'm kind of behind the ball. You know, mm. had to had to catch up. So uh, yeah, yeah, excited. You know, to in these different modalities in this
0: program. Mm-hmm. And who is your target? Who's your target audience that the program is for? That you have created this for? It's for everyone.
1: Yeah, it's for everyone. It's not like no specific target audience. You know, obviously my following and my people that kind of like. Like, to me, are more in, like, the 18 to, like, 55 age range. You know, a lot of people would think just because they see the way I'm built or they see me online, they're like, oh, it's heavy on the guy's side, you know, because it lifts heavy weight or throws stuff, things like that. But, you know, I train a lot of females. I've trained a lot of females throughout the years at the bigger, like, clients. And so I definitely learned a lot from training females. So piecing that together where it's accessible for females and challenges everyone you know it's who whoever's you know ready to work you know it's not it's not like uh like like i think i put in some of my in my landing page it's not gonna be magic don't expect like in 12 weeks you're gonna do this program you're gonna be like oh you know crushing everything you know it's just like to help you learn how i program and you know run it and then it'll spark those ideas to for you to formulate your own program and form your own stuff you know and kind of like oh okay i understand the structure so it's for everyone, man. Whoever's ready to put in work. If you're not ready to put in work, not for you, you know, because it's not easy. You know, it's not easy. It's not an easy program. It's, uh, you know, people make a change, people that want to put in hard work, you know, you know, maybe hop on a treadmill and maybe move around a little bit. Then this is not the program for you, you know, but, you know, and not even say that because it is for you because if you're going to do it, take it to the next level and add some kettlebells and weights in there, add some conditioning work. So, yeah, it's for everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what this podcast is called, Welcome to the Winner Circle. And your journey at becoming a winner starts when you acknowledge that you are a winner and that you don't have to be at, like, this level to start. Like, you can start now and build your way up. And it really starts with that decision to say, yes, yeah. I wish to be a winner. And it's inspired by um, a talk that Tron Powers did um, when – at one of our certificate or uh, with the filming of the foundations that we did a few Januarys back and he put his, gla- his wine yeah. glass on the table and said, this is the winner's table. Um, who would like to join? And it's just yeah. a matter of saying like, yeah, I choose to be a winner and then taking action moving forward. So in your life right now, what does going for your win mean to you? And what does that look like on your day to day basis? So go,
1: for me, going for my win, so obviously I'm programming here at it So I'm doing a lot of more online content stuff. So, you know, the win for me is just building up other coaches, you know, building other coaches that, you know, want to need that, want the help, you know, not necessarily need it, but people that want it and help them build out. Cause you know, I'm a firm believer. I'm like, I'm not old you know, by any means. I'm 36. I just turned 36 a few weeks ago, but you know, I like, also being behind the scenes. I like helping build people up to be, you know, be their own heroes and be their own, you know, their own programs and doing all that. But my goals is, you know, are to like, you know, build other people, you know, build, build other coaches, you know, that want to like, kind of like get it, you know, like, yeah, you know, like I said, I'll help, you know, it takes the other person to meet me halfway and then we'll make something happen, you know, like, you know, meet you here and you meet me there, you know, it's like, Hey, we got to, meeting the midpoint and i'll do my hardest to help you out so yeah that's my goal is to uh, you know build a team of you know like better like some killers man like some killers that are just like send making waves out in the industry and like you know in people's lives so that's my ultimate goal is to you know be surrounded by those people and be able to contribute what i've learned you know because uh you know i feel like with this change industry i've learned a lot i still have lots of learning to do but you know what i do know you know especially for those younger coaches is being able to help them, like hey man well i've already done this so let me see i can help you get past all that stuff a little bit quicker. so yeah my I, but i have to say am i answering your question like if yeah you, i have to yeah. say my goal right now is yeah like to, what you know build a team like that 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 are doing like some awesome things
0: yeah. And so what does someone that you want to help out look like? So for someone that wants Juan Leha's help, like what are the qualities that that person possesses? Like who do that you like to help? That person has to be
1: driven. I like to help anyone who wants the help, but you know, at the same time you have to be driven. You have to have like, you know, common sense of doing something building something you know Uh, you know like I said I can't build everything for people because I don't I'm not you you know I'm I'm just there to provide my knowledge that I've acquired that could possibly help you and help you formulate what you're going to be building so the people that I'm looking for are driven individuals that you know are self-motivators and uh, you know are out to make a change in the world and, you know, help clients help, you know, not just in fitness, but outside of fitness, you know, like build relationships, things like that, you know, so driven individuals, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking for drills and people that want to work hard, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a believer that sitting on your ass, you're gonna get done, you know, like, you know, that's not magically gonna happen and like, oh, yeah, I'm just sitting and like, you know, it might happen to someone. Someone might just sit on their ass and they hit the lottery, but that's the very stand.
0: So I'm looking for people that are going out there and making shit happen. Mm-hmm. And so many people are wanting to join your team, Juan. How can some, a driven individual that is wanting to make something happen, how could they stand out and join your team? Because, yeah, I know many um, have come and gone that want to be on your team. Um, how how could they stand out from the crowd? So, you know, obviously here –
1: it's a, it's a different process now to join the Onnit team. I mean, team is obviously, that's my, my home, my butter, but I have my own team that I'm building with unconventional gym athlete. You know, I'm mm-hmm. building a team, you know, they're, you know, I just started, but I've been having followers that, uh you know, that I communicate with on a uh, social pretty regularly that I've never met in person. And they're like my friends online. And I communicate with them like, Oh man, they send me videos of what they're doing. That fucking badass, man. I'm fucking happy that you're crushing that workout. You know? So for me, it's like, it is, it is like a great sense of like uh, accomplishment, but it makes me feel good when like, you know, these workouts that I've put together that I've done, but they ground around like, man, do people out. And then someone else does them and they like, you know, really put that like, damn, this person really executed that workout. They put time into their technique and they, you know, they're really point. So that, that catches my eye, me, for my team, you know, as far as for the on it team, you know, obviously the pandemic kind of changed things up a little bit. So you know, we used to have an internship program where people would come in, they'll take our education courses, all that stuff was kind of that criteria. And, you know, that's changed a little bit, you know, just with everything going on, we're no longer doing education this year. Uh, hopefully we get that kicked and go in next year. Um, three has sure you had Shane and John already on here. They probably provide more information on that. Yeah. But, you know, so obviously we want coaches that are open-minded, open-minded, you know, you know, not just restricted to one modality of training like this is how you do a clean or this is how you do a snatch this is how you do a swing like it's this way or the highway that's not what I'm looking for you know I'm looking for people that are open-minded you know people that are you know are willing to explore you know because you know we do run into those people that like you know that they see like one way of viewing things and you know unfortunately it doesn't work out that way you know for us we're looking for people that look at everything, assess everything, and, you know, that's how people stand apart, you know, people that are, you know, kind of coming in here, and obviously blending with the community, you know, blending with the people that come in here, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's the community that kind of makes the boat, you know, like, they're the ones like, oh, I really like that person, like, they're great, you know, things like that, it's not Mm -hmm. really, like, all left up to me, or to Larry, you know, it's like, it's like, I have to, like, make sure, like, well, these people actually really like you, and they obviously like something about you, so, let's explore that so in order to stand out being open-minded you know be educated you know like you know practice your craft at the end of the day you got to practice your craft you got to like whatever you're teaching you got to be able to do it you know like can't just tell something someone to do makes 360 swings and you know deadlift lifts, this much heat and whatever it is that you're not doing it yourself you know so you know practice, mm-hmm. practice what you preach you know get after your craft Look for the people that you resonate with that are going to really get you to that level. So, you know, yeah, open mind, networkers, and people that are practicing their craft.
0: Absolutely. People that lead by example. Exactly. And you, right. met, you mentioned Larry, and I had him on, Larry Maloney, um, a while back. And yeah. he took over your position as general manager, which was a long time position you've held. Um, and you've now transitioned yeah. to a new a new role. So, can you talk about that transition yeah. and the new role, and um, how is it in that yeah. new role? Yeah, I mean, the
1: transition was actually it was actually great, man. Like, uh, you know, Larry's the person for that position. You know, does the stuff that I I'm not really that good at. So, you know, I'm more than happy to have him on the team and kind of taking over that. So, yeah, he's he's killing it. He's crushing it. So, you know, the transition was fairly, fairly easy, you know, Uh, during the, when the pandemic hit, you know, he kind of like, not kind of, he, he proved uh, like like he really to be in that position. Um, It was me and him that were here. I'm just me and him in the gym, working out in the play gym, reorganizing, figuring out how we're going to reopen and things like that. It was, you know, like, you know, it was me and him that were here every day. We didn't, we didn't take a day off. So it's like to me that was like, fuck. He, he like, you're more than you, you want this position. And I'm like, I'm, yeah. You know, when John brought it up, like, hey, you think Larry'd be like a good person? Was like, fuck yeah. I was like, so, dude, he's been in here. Every day. There's no one, there's nobody in here. So I appreciate a hard worker, and someone that you know, if they really want something, they're gonna fucking go for it. And he, he did it, man. Like he, and I'm, kudos to him, proud of him. He's definitely. ride or die and he's been fucking crushing it so happy about that that he's Mm -hmm. in that position for me my transition you know uh director finished programming you know working more on the programming side for like building online content with you know with john and shane that we're going to be releasing you know for the on it brand uh you know also still programming for the gym so i'm still like involved in the gym because at the end of the day i love coaching like i i i love it like i love working with people i love seeing people succeed i like I just didn't just, think, you know, don't tell this to On it or John or anything. Like, I'd probably do it for free. Like, sometimes I forget that I get paid. Like, honestly, I'm like, fuck yeah, I got paid. Like, literally, I, yeah. you know, like, we get paid today. And I look at it and I'm like, badass. I forget that I get paid for this, but because I love it so much. So, so yeah, man, it's just, I, I still get the program and I feel, I'm still coaching, you know, because uh, I'm a firm believer that you're releasing products online and stuff like that the proof is in the pudding, you know, like I, I can build programs off the top of my head and so can a lot of people like, like, oh, well, this makes sense. And this makes sense. But have you experienced it? Have you tried it out? Have you done it yourself? Have you, you know, has it has a client had success with it? Have you programmed something similar, you know, and, um, you know, I think it's very important, you know, if you're going to be, you know, helping people online, you got to know the struggle, you know, like what the pain points are, like, you know, right now, with my program, there's people there asking me questions like, oh, what's this? So I'm like, oh, I know. right Off the bat, I know because I've done that program. I've done that workout. I've done everything. I can answer that quick. If I didn't, I'd be like, shit. And I'm like, oh, you know, man, trust me. I see it all the time, you know? So it's like, you know, I'd be like, oh, what the hell did I do? Like, oh, why did I put that together? You know, like, no, I, I have to experience it. So that's why I love coaching. You know, I have to still be on the gym floor doing it. And you know even if i transition more to online I'll, I'll still coach you know i'll still coach people in person because at the end of the day I mean, that's where you get your, your your testimonials and like you get your like fulfillment of like seeing someone succeed like you know like, oh, yeah. clients that were jumping on a six inch box like like four weeks prior you know and then now they're jumping i got a 24 inch box and just seeing that success to me fuck, fuck man like that's what i and, like I you know, the the like the stuff that I put into place for them to build up to that, it has to be yeah. tested, it has to be done. You know, I have to do it in person. You know, if I don't do it in person, it's just like, oh well, I read this in the latest article of you know, this person that trained, like the fuck, I didn't put it into play, so I don't know. It's just like it's what it was their experience, you know. But that experience might be different for me. So yeah, man, you know, I'm still a coach, I'll always be a coach and you know, transition into the you know, director of finished programming. Is you know, cool title, I guess. (laughs) You know, and I've never been a titles person, I'm like, whatever, you know, but like, it's a nice title, but you know, it doesn't tell like me really upping up my game on uh programming and uh, you know, programming obviously is you know, just building something that like a basically a map for someone to get from point A to point B, point C, and so on. So, you know, you know, like just continue being in the lab, testing stuff on myself, and testing people, so on. So, we do release those products on you know whether it be for on it or for my personal self i am confident 110 confident that it's gonna work you know like yeah. you know say i promise like i promise you if you do these next 12 weeks you're gonna be fucking way better not just because i'm just like trying to like build myself up no like man this is about you but i guarantee you if you do every workout you stay on point you will be a better person afterwards physically and mentally and then afterwards you'll have the knowledge you'll understand the the way i formulate things of like hell i understand this program the push pull the mechanics the reps and all that then you can build your own program or you can build your own in the gym like you know what i'm gonna do it build my own program for the next four weeks so yeah so that's the the transition to that job title is just being able to continue to build you know being able to build these things that people are going to be accessing online and be able to reach more individuals. So, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. It's, been
0: it's been a learning experience, but it's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I see you testing those programs. I see you out there on the grass with, um, with your whole, the whole on team, you guys do weekly yeah. workouts and you're just crushing yeah. it. And yeah. then also even with like higher level athletes, like Tim yeah. Kennedy and yeah. Shane, just like straight up killing it. Yeah. So by working with such elite athletes throughout your career, what have you learned that differentiates an elite athlete from someone that is not what, what is that gap that is lacking in those that are not at the top?
1: Okay. Well, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Some athletes are just genetically have an advantage, you know, like I'm not going to say like, well, you know, you could be Tim Kennedy cause Tim Kennedy is a genetic freak. And you know, these other athletes that i worked with in the past, they're just a genetic thing but i think you know the unconventional gym athlete that what i'm doing and training people like an athlete you know because everyone can move everyone gets like get close level you know and move really well things that makes the difference is the mindset the mindset you know the people that are fucking crushing it and you know hey i mean they just they believe that they're gonna get it done one way or another you know there's like i need you to jump on this thing on this box I need you to lift this weight they don't second, they're not like, oh, man, I don't know. You know, they're not like, they're not like, they're just like, all right, let's go. You know, they, they just fucking go for it. And, you know, and I think it's the mindset and like, uh, you know, going back to, it translates a lot, you know, that I have clients and, you know, members in the gym that are not your, you know, your fleets or not, you know, they're not training. Like, you know, like it's not their, like dep- their, their life doesn't depend on them working out, which kind of does, but doesn't like, that's not what they're getting paid for. But you see the people with that really strong mindset. They're very similar, like the athletes. Oh, I got this. And they'll do it. And going back to what I stated earlier, those people tend to be very successful in life. You know, they be, tend to be, have like a really good circle of friends. They have good businesses. They're helping communities. And it's just like, you know, I see that. I see the mindset. And mm-hmm. then, so the difference is between like, you know, your general, general person and that, you know, athlete. It's just the mindset, you know.
0: Um, yeah that's that
1: you know like get to that mindset everyone has it it's just about like locking it in and believing in yourself and giving people small wins in training it's kind of leveling them up leveling them up leveling up and now you know they're okay now we're at that level but Mm -hmm. you know also going back some people are just genetically gifted and you know (laughs) i'm you know like me and i played basketball when i was like in middle school and then i'm five ten five ten and a half maybe I wasn't growing any taller. Like, fuck, I can't keep playing basketball. I just got to be realistic with myself. Let me just stick to wrestling and football, you know, like, you know, so yeah, man, I'm being honest, you know, genetics help out a lot, but at the end of the day, it's all about the mindset. If you have the mindset to get stuff done,
0: you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, let's trace things back. Let's, let's go back to the origin. You mentioned you grew up playing basketball and wrestling and I remember back that, at that filming of the foundations, me and you had an opportunity to sit at dinner. And I got to hear a lot about your origin story. And it's really awesome to hear. So let's just um, share that story about how you got into fitness training and how you got to the stage that you are on now. Yeah, so, you know, growing up, I
1: started working out at a young age. You know, I started, you know, with your more traditional lifts. My dad got me... He got me a membership at Gold's Gym, I think, when I was like 11 or 12. It was before because you had to be 13 in order to join the gym. So they, like, lied about my age, me and my sister. So we started working out early. But, you know, at the time, it was just moving, doing something better than nothing, you know. But we didn't really know. And my dad did have knowledge on lifting. But, you know, he's like – he was not a trainer. So he's not like tra- – he was, like, showing us, like, the basic how to curl, how to bench, you know, your your basic stuff. But, uh, you know, that's how I started. And then, um, you know, I linked up with my uncle one summer. I went to – in high school, I moved to my grandma's. I was there with my grandma and my uncle. It was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll start picking you up and taking you to the gym. So he'd pick me up, you know, which to me was early back in the day. It was 8 a.m. I mean, you know, I was about 14, 15. But I was early. Man, every morning at 8 a.m., he'd pick me up every morning. I had to be dressed, be ready to go at 8 a.m. Would be in the gym by like 8.30 or – out for like an hour hour and a half sometimes two depending on how much time he had so that's kind of got me that mindset of like you know training every day doing something every day he, he was a big influence on that he taught me you know technique on, on lifts and things like that and then my dad came back in the picture helping me out so both of them really helped me but you know that was just more your traditional stuff I think most people my age grew up with you know the Arnold Spears uh, encyclopedia of bodybuilding you know you're more your traditional stuff growing up so I did a lot of that style of training, and then it wasn't until I was, like, I was like 20, 20 years old, because I played football, and then I wrestled, and, you know, kind of did the sports. I didn't really stick to them, like, full, like, all the way, all the time, just because I was being a little brat of, like, you know, being a high school boy, you know, just doing things. So I, you know, like, I could have been a little bit more disciplined. I think I could have done a lot better, but, you know, hey, you're young, you only live once. So it was that, but. You know, I was still training, I was still working out. You know, um, at an early age, I was leading the football team through workouts. I was leading people on, you know, like in the summer, I would put the workouts together for everyone. And, you know, they were all doing all the workouts with me. So that was at like 15, 16 years old. I was already leading groups in training, you know, and like people are like, oh, okay, Juan, you're going to put us to a workout. And like I would put everyone to a workout. So from an early age, I was already like doing that. And as I got older, I thought I wanted to do MMA. And, you know, I trained a little bit, dabbled in it and things like that. But, you know, I saw the strength and conditioning side really attracted me. So I'm like, oh, man, I've always liked lifting and like working out. And I you know, started working with uh, uh, Roger Huerta, which was a UFC fighter back in the day. You know, he was he was up there, hyped up. You know, he's still a badass. So him, I was working with him. You know, I think I realized going out against him back in the day, wrestling, like he whooped my ass. Like, oh! yeah. I was like, whoa, man, this is a lot harder than I thought. You know, like actually going against an athlete, like, fuck, that was at on the main stage in the UFC back in the day. No one really knew what UFC was, so like going up against him and getting crushed, like, damn, this requires a lot more work. And like, and you know, he was doing it hours and hours a day. You know, he was he's a he's an a, a pro athlete. That's what he was getting paid for. You know, so oh, sorry about that. Let me shut the down. So, yeah, he was late. So, he's doing that and he's crushing it. So, it's like, yeah, maybe this is not for me. But then I still, you know, still dabbled in it, still played with it. And I, but I saw that like when I was putting him through workouts, I was helping him get better and stronger. And then I could see it when I would wrestle with him. And, damn, when I'm training, it's getting better. Like, he's getting better at it, you know, like he's stronger, he's more conditioned. And that really sparked my interest to like kind of go down that route. And, you know, he thankfully, you know, he was able to, like, trust me to help him train, you know, he's, like, gave me the opportunity, hey, man, you know, you do a really good job of, like, putting these workouts together for us, you know, so he gave me the opportunity, and at the time, you know, I was dabbling with conditioning, plyometrics, and, like, you know, like, you're live like that, but he really opened up my eyes, because he was the first person, I was, uh, like, I think 20 at the time, so yeah, 20 at the time, he brought a kettlebell, Game. I was, like, literally grabbed the kettlebell what the fuck is this i literally didn't know what kettlebell was i'm like swinging and squatting like you know like i look i think i was like messing with kettlebell like boy that was way off but he introduced me to kettlebells you know and then the other guy that he used to uh, train with too which was in minnesota is a guy named justin he's teaching some kettlebell work and things like that he showed me how to do swings and you know just movement and then i was like man there's there's a lot more modalities than just fucking lifting up a barbell. You know, there's other stuff out there introduced the TRXs. So then I was like, man, you know what? I like doing this side of things. You know, I like, you know, I still like wrestling, doing all, all that, but training people to get better. And that's kind of where I kind of like started evolving my training game. It's like, okay, you know, let's this, this make this hybridization of your traditional lifts with this new stuff that I just learned on the TRX and the kettlebells and your plyometrics. And I started mixing things up it just kept evolving from there. You know, I kept like looking, seeking out education and, uh, you know, just kept growing from there. Like looking up people that like, oh man, this person's a beast. Who's their, who's their trainer? You know, like Dorsey and Pierce trainer. you're like looking at people, up. oh man, they're doing like single leg work and like researching that and looking that up and like applying it. So yeah, man, it's been a journey. And, you know, throughout the years, I kind of like formulated my style, which is not the cleanest, you know? Like it was just a formulation of what I thought was the best then for me, for what I knew, and you know, then came John Wolf came in um, into on it. You know, I've been at on it since the like beginning. And then John Wolf came in and John Wolf, you know, sh- shared a new perspective of fitness, which I didn't really like understand. Like, you know, we had been doing like some of the mace, the club, we were doing it all wrong too with that, you know. So and John <laughs> came in and he like taught us on how to do it. And still I didn't, you know, for the first, I would say six months to a year I didn't really see the value in it like I just couldn't like my head was just like this is too new for me and like it's hard but I can do it but it wasn't the prettiest so you know I didn't really like see the value there until I really dug down on like the mechanics of like how to do certain movements with the tools like oh fuck like this is opening this up and this is doing that. And then we started doing the mobility work durability, like all the stuff. And it was like, oh shit, I feel better. I'm moving better. I'm getting stronger. So then I applied what I grabbed from, you know, the Onnit system into the way I trained to like hybridizing it. to so everything that I've learned, which kind of just evolved into what it is now, you know, like what I train now, you know, cause I, I do do a lot of the Onnit, you know, fundamentals, you know, and stuff like that. But I also apply my twist to it, which is like, you know, your barbell work, which is an unconventional twist on the barbell. You know, I'm not, And I'm putting clients through snatches or cleans or things like that. For that, I use kettlebells, you know, just hybridizing, mixing everything up and, you know, it's been years, you know, and I still got a lot of learning to do. I'm like, you know, looking up at these other certs and I'm like looking at online, they're like, all right, I want to cook up with those people. I want to learn from them and, you know, I want to learn from that person. And I think the new age and era of like online and things like that and Instagram, I'm finding these people like, oh, fuck, this person does some badass shit. Like I look up their stuff. So. Yeah, man, still growing, still evolving, you know, started from when I was like 12 years old, lifting kettlebell, uh, not kettlebells, dumbbells and, and barbells to uh, doing your kettlebell TRX work, to your plyometrics, to unconventional, and then just, you know, molding it all into, you know, what I find, like, it's my method of, like, what I like to train, you know, I train myself and I train clients, and I think it's, you know, it's like functional, functional the performance people always like is it like crossfit it's not crossfit what like, well you do a lot of performance stuff yes yeah, do performance it's just a hybridization of everything you know like i said um, i love training athletes and uh you know i would like to train another mma fighter you know help them get to the top hopefully i can do that to provide that service i would like to train work with another mma fighter a boxer is what i would really like to work with too you know upcoming boxer because you know everything that i've learned and like i'm just excited to piece it like you know together for someone like dude we can get that pop we can like you know i can just do your hips i can like make you turn this so it's learning to do but you know that's those are the two like you know athletes really like you know football i've trained with football players basketball players i love it i think you know there's someone for that category that people that want to work with them i like combat sports because i'm a fan you know that's where i like seeing it and i like seeing the way people fucking just generate that energy of just like bah like oh to me that's just like you know is exciting so I would like to help someone but besides that you know my my people are you know people that are you know have their regular lives that you know they're working they have their businesses that you know I, I like to make them feel like they're athletes train them up like athletes and you know keep them as injury free as possible so Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I love training, man. So, yeah, those are, yeah, I like making people be badasses of their own self, you know, and, yeah. hey, you know, not necessarily working without mm-hmm. as much. Hey, two athletes that I want to work with a boxer and an MMA fighter. But besides that, like, you know, I'm more than happy working with, uh, you know, General Pumpkin because they're just as beasts. And uh, I like seeing seeing those progressions because, like, I've been, like Ben Bruno said, you know, he made a post, of, like, you can tell. You can tell athletes to do something, demo something, and they'll do it better than the way you just demo. So you know, the, there's room for increments for getting better. But you know, they're athletes. Like I said, they just got that thing that you know they you know they worked hard at, and they're blessed with you know some specific skill set. So I like seeing the people, like I said, I like seeing the people that are kind of come up here. Yeah, also like little increments. Like I said.
0: Yeah, no, that's beautiful. you know, athletes
1: are yeah there's someone for there's someone for you yeah, athlete training there's people that love doing that and you know for those people, people i'll send like hey man you should work with this person or,
0: like refer them to other people so yeah man yeah. yeah imagine you knew what you knew now when you were training roger um he'd maybe he'd be on oh like, man another- dude like,
1: Dude. yeah like dude like what i know now like oh man like even for myself i'm like like i train myself you know obviously i tell everything i do i'm like i'm jumping higher and i'm stronger than i'm I'm older now and I'm sh- jumping higher and stronger and not hurting like the way I used to at my age now. I was like, yeah, if I knew that when I was 21, oh man, that's, I would love to work. You know, like I said, a boxer, an MMA fighter or both. And like, look, look, I got you on side. Obviously, sports, whatever you're doing, that's like, you know, that, that takes pride. I'll help you on the strength and conditioning side. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, I, yeah, if I knew what I know now. Awesome. But thing that, in life, right? So
0: <laughs> yeah well i think it's just a matter of time like i've been on it many times and i've met many uh high level mma fighters i was there demetrius johnson was there andre philly danny yeah. castillo and you're great friends with tim kennedy so i think it's just a matter of time yeah. until, until you find that boxer and that mma fighter that want yeah. to train with you and then you guys can ride it all the way to the top
1: yeah, I trained with uh, Anthony Johnson not too long ago. Oh man, Oh, that yeah. guy's a beast. oh. oh my god, yeah, is not that the perfect he's beast person.
0: To... Doing, like, some
1: yeah. Oh wow. We're doing yeah. rotate punches I'm like, like. this guy like he, this guy can just boom put your lights out. Like literally he's a he's a beast. I'm excited to see him back in the in the UFC. He's a fucking monster.
0: <laughs> Another monster that's from Texas. I don't know if you met him or not is um the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, isn't he from Texas? Oh, yeah, he's come,
1: he's come in here, yeah. Beast.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, he's,
1: he's fighting this weekend, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, he he's is. fighting like...
1: He's
0: coming, coming up. up. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. So who do you yeah, like man, in MMA that's... these days? Who, who inspires you in MMA? Anthony Johnson. Who else are you into these days for MMA or even boxing? Oh, like, like, I
1: mean, John Jones. John Jones, man. Like, you know, John Jones... Fucking, he's a beast, man. I mean, that, I see it, he's posting like all the workouts he's doing. He's getting strong as hell. He's, I mean, he's he's fucking dude. He's all he's awesome to watch fight. Stallbender too, man. Fuck, watching Stallbender fight, you're like this guy's just on another level. Like his last fight with Paulo Costa, he was just oh, like, yeah, that was crazy, dude. Other level, like he's just like he's he's awesome. The, those two fighters are awesome to watch. Those are two like my two favorite, I would say, like right now, uh, you know. Man, there's a lot. There's there's a lot of upcoming guys that you see that you know in contender series that are not fighting in the UFC
0: and they're crushing yeah. it. Like
1: you, know, you see, all that you know. I, I was a big fan of Daniel Cormier. Like I think he's a beast. You know, like he's a beast and obviously two two division champ. But you know, I, I watch this podcast a lot. You know a- him and Ariel. So I yeah. watched that a lot and like he, he's just a badass dude. Like I, I like I like I like him. He's a fucking like I'd like to meet him sometimes. I've never met him so. But yeah, man, I'm I'm a fan. Like if I said John Jones, it's all been there. I'd like to see him match up and see how that goes. Um, you know, man, dude, there's so many right now. Like the lighter fighters too right now. The lighter divisions are crushing. I mean,
0: yeah. Too do many. you have the yeah? Do you have the ability to in your position to invite them down to on it to train with you? Like set reach out to them and yeah, I can I I, I can invite. Like, hey, you should you know
1: you want to come to on it? You know like. Come train this and that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but yeah, it's something that I think it's just me more of like being reaching out more. I'm like, hey, come train sometime. Come, you no, know, come, come by. You know, if you're in Austin, come train. We got you. You know, some things like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Tim Kennedy has been great to you know. Like, I'm very thankful for Tim. You know, I've trained him for, for a while, and you know, he trusts me in the process, and you know, build a monster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's you know, he's helped, he's helped me out a lot in my training career too. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he's a monster, but he's also a really nice guy. Every time I've connected with him and on it, he's been super friendly. So he's like he's a beast, but he's also super nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just a badass human being. <laughs> Abso- absolutely. Yeah. So
0: if John Jones and Izzy lock horns, which may be on the table yeah. in the future, what's gonna happen? Who who do you got? Oh,
1: my pick, man. Uh so that's the thing. I don't give predictions because I am like in my head, I'm like, oh I know how this person flies, I studied it. Blah, blah. But man, you don't know shit till they fight. Like literally, people are like, "Why this? I, I'm picking this person to win." But that's just that match is just, you know, John John's gonna grab him and it, you know, he probably smash him. What if he doesn't catch? It was to to grab him and Stylebender gets him with technique and like movement. Like it's just one of those fights. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on it. I'm just like, hey, well, I'm just gonna watch this and I want to see a great enjoy. fight. Enjoy, yeah, and enjoy mm-hmm. it, yeah. Because so, you know, people are like, "Oh, I think this person will win, this person." i'm just like man dude you don't know what that person's thinking you know like you don't know what they're what you know they work woke up feeling great today or they woke up feeling shitty from their weight cut so you know like i do make friendly bets here and there but like fights like that i'm just like those are just two beasts you know like just yeah, i would just like to watch so i guess yeah. my response to that is i want to see it <laughs> so. yeah
0: I also like that you mentioned the Dana White's contender series because there's some beast coming up out of there too. Um they just had their first yeah. fighter from the Dana White's contender series fight for a title, Alex Perez against Devison Figueroa. He didn't do good. Yeah. Yeah. Man Figueroa.
1: Some...
0: <laughs> he just that was he, insane.
1: Man, he's a, he's a big guy at that weight.
0: Oh yeah. He's fighting on the next yeah, he's it's... fighting on the next pay per view. Um yeah. I, for, again, yeah, I, I like forget who he's, he's fighting with yeah like,
1: but Mexican fighters like,
0: like, oh yeah 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 but he 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 comes from where, like i watched the and uh the like the lead up like the videos yeah. or whatever the embedded and stuff yeah um he came from a very he comes from like a farm like a very small town that david's in yeah. uh, i like that sude i think it's called li- living like, in the-
1: yeah they're like like it's like dirt roads and stuff like that i saw i was like yeah he's He's making big things happen for his town. That's pretty fucking awesome. Like that's that's cool to see, you know. Because like, I, I saw to the gym that he's like the farm farm oh. living out there. Yeah, it's like you're in the jungle. Jungle, I live oh, yeah. in the jungle somewhere. So, yeah,
0: so yeah, he's a very humble know, yeah, guy. I love
1: it. I love it. Man. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that Figueroa cool is to it out, you know. Mm-hmm. From the, from those videos I watched of Davison Figaro, he seemed like a very humble guy, very humble guy, just like yourself. Yeah. Like that's one quality that you embody is you're a very humble guy, but right now mm-hmm. it's something I like to do with everyone I interview is take a moment to celebrate your wins because I feel in life, we often don't celebrate our wins and our successes enough give ourselves a pat on the back. So let's just take a moment to just talk about some of the things you are most proud of in your life. In my life? I'm proud of You know, part of
1: my yeah, I mean I'm proud of like how far I've come in my journey for working it on it. You know, like on its you know it's just it's a we're a supplement company that is we have fitness now. So I'm happy to you know how far come along you know a trainer i am and then i trained out of aubrey's garage you know and now was able to open up this gym so okay i'm very proud of it i'm proud of all the people that i've met along the way so yeah man and this journey is still not over you know still a lot a lot more to do so i'm proud of that you know i'm proud of all um, my relationship you know i have a awesome girlfriend um her name's kaylee she's also kind of uh, she's fucking awesome she's like you know like kind of like opened up my eyes more to nutrition because I, I can eat man I eat but she's like she eat this and eat that and you know like you know and I listen to her you know I still do my thing but I do take everything that she's into consideration and that has helped me out a lot so you know I'm very proud of that you know I'm proud of like uh where that's going and I'm proud to have someone that is big into fitness as much as I am and like can bounce ideas on like you know like I always like hey I was thinking this what do you think and she'll give me her feedback I'm like okay cool thank you you know like I so I'm very proud of that, you know, of, uh, proud of my position, man. I'm proud of like, you know, uh, there was times where, man, I was sleeping in a trailer, like with no restroom, you know, like there was no restroom. I was pissing outside and had to drive to my aunt's house to go use the restroom and shower. you know, and I remember the day when I was like, you know, it's like when uh, I had just graduated from college and like, not a lot of people knew, but I was like, kind of like, Oh, like, you know, struggling and kind of like going through it. But, you know, I had this truck that you know i was sharing with my mom it's like a little s10 little old s10 that you know i was driving my brother to work driving us around like, almost letting him use it she would go to town she'll let me borrow it you know i was really going through the struggle i was trying to like, kind of figure out my way and you know i still remember the day that you know like i stayed i stayed in that trailer because i was sleeping on my aunt's couch and i was like fuck man i can't sleep on this couch My neck hurts my brother had the other couches me and my brother were living with my aunt and cousins there so it's like you know this kind of struggles like, I need to go sleep in a bed, and we had a bed in that trailer. And you know, had the bed, no restroom. And I just remember walking outside one night when I had a pee. I was like, Man, I gotta walk outside. And I walk outside, and it's beautiful out there, the stars were out, and things like that. But you know, I told myself, oh, Man, this is not for me. Like, I'm thankful that I'm alive and healthy, but I gotta make something happen. And I just remember that moment in time, like me peeing outside, just being like looking up at the stars, like, No, man, I gotta make something, I gotta make something happen. And you know, I'll always remember that moment because it was like, I would It was my low, you know. It was my low. Like for me, that was like, fuck, man. I'm like, this is my rock bottom. I was like uh, struggling. I was broke. Like training was kind of working out for me. I was debating on going to school for you know being a uh, physician assistant. That's what I was going to school for. I had graduated with my degree, and I was going to go do that. And I was just it. Was it was a point of uncertainty, you know, and. to to really following someone's advice, you know, which was Aubrey Marcus, uh, the former CEO of Onnit. He was the one person that believed in me, man. Like, uh, at the time, he was the one person that was like, man, you need to train, you know, and forever. I will always love that about him, that he was the one person that, like, believed in me. Like, he was like, dude, you need to do this fitness thing. You need to do this. Like, just stick with it. Like, we'll figure it out, Juan. Like, uh, you don't need to go to be a physician assistant because I would have to move to, like, you know, I would have to move, like, three, four hours away. And he was, you know, one of my best friends, and it's just like he was the one person that he was like, use my garage. We'll figure it out. He believed in me, and uh, from that, dude, from like being in that low point, having one person believe in me to like where I'm at now, like fuck yeah, I'm happy for my position. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking thrilled that I can have a restaurant union. Like you know, I'm thankful for that I could eat and things like that. You know, I haven't had had it harder as hard as some people but that was my low and I, I'm fucking thrilled to be where I'm at and I'm thrilled to be able to help others and then you know like I said Aubrey's a great man and I, like I said that's why I try to believe in people you know like I try to like you know like one person believed in me I try to believe in other people like hey man like well, you have this idea well fuck, let's, let's see you know I can help you you know like uh, or how we can formulate it to to make something out of it so yeah man I'm, I'm thankful for my position that's my big because thanks for my position and I'm thankful to be able to be chatting on online and like, you know, being on this podcast and being able to reach people. I'm fucking thrilled about that, man. I'm, you know, um, forever thankful for, for living and hopefully help many people along the way. Like that's, that's my goal. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. thank you so much for sharing. I and mean, then you've earned it. You've earned it all. Uh, we put in the work. Thank you, man. Um, so, Going back to when Aubrey was trying to convince you to pursue your passion of going into fitness and going all in, that's where a lot of heroes mm-hmm. hit hit a wall. You had your physician's mm-hmm. degree, and you could have went and moved three hours away. You would have had a safe job, a safe salary, but that's not yeah. your passion.
1: Yeah, I a, so I wasn't a phys, I wasn't an assistant yet. I was gonna go. Yeah. so I graduated, and then I was gonna go to school. So I wasn't. I wasn't done with it.
0: Okay. But, yeah, so but, I just want to clarify have, that out. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, But you yeah. had a safe plan. You had a safe plan that would give you safety versus a completely who knows what's going to happen plan, starting training Aubrey in the garage. Like you didn't, like that may work, it may not. And a lot of people, yeah. that scares them. Fear stops them from doing that. And instead they'll choose a more traditional career path mm-hmm even though that is not what their heart calls. Um, So what would be your advice to someone in that position right now, maybe a listener um, Mm -hmm. where they're feeling that calling, they're feeling that call to step in, go all in, but they have that Mm -hmm. fear. What is your advice to overcome that fear? So,
1: I mean, it's always a scary decision to drop everything, drop the safe plan, you know? thing is you got to believe in yourself, man. You got to have that mindset, you know, for, for me, it was that moment when I was like, I told you, I was outside being literally like in the trailer. I'm like I'm like, Oh, this is not for me. Like, I, I'm going to make something, you know, something's going to happen. And just having that belief, you know, but at the end of the day, you got to surround yourself with people that on that wavelength, on that, on that mindset, you know, if you should surround yourself with people that are not doing things and it's going to be hard to do something, you know, when you're surrounded with people that are not like ambitious you know, I'm, you know, I'm lucky that I was around Aubrey when Honest started. I was around people that are making things today They were in the UFC, making things happen. So I was around a lot of people that were doing things. So that motivated me a lot. So my advice to people that are, you know, just want to make a change and make things happen is find those people that you resonate with. Like, you know, like if it's, you know, if it's me, for example, like go train, like, you know, shoot me a DM, like, however I can help, you know, I get the, I get those those quite a bit. I answer them like, Hey man, I think you should do this. Or like, just give advice for my, my two cents if they if they ask me I'm like well this is what i think you know obviously i'm not a therapist but i give my my two cents of what i can what i have what i've learned but you know i would say go for it but you know obviously have a plan Like, you know have a plan of action you know don't just drop everything and be like well, i'm gonna do this like you know still you know be smart about what you're doing you know like if you have a safe plan if you have something safe going on and you want to make other change Plan for that transition, you know, like okay, this is what I want to do, like save some money, like find another job that doesn't take that much time, whether it's waiting tables or whatever it is, working a little, you know, a job that that's more part time that still kind of float you to pursue your passion, and then find those people that you relate to, you know, like obviously, like with on it, you know, there's we have certs, certs are a great place to meet people, you know, you come take a cert, you meet someone do something in your territory that you know you connect with them you know it's like so search you know a great great place you know you know seminars you know find those people you know like i think those are places where you meet people that can be licensed so you know i think my advice is for people that are that jump is like plan have a goal you know and you know with that plan make sure you have a good transition strategy don't you know like I, you know, we say like drop everything and just do it. Yeah, it works for some people, and uh, you know that's badass. But it doesn't work for everyone. So you know, I think just being smart about your transition is like it's key. But if you're not happy with what you're doing, and you start getting on that real quick and make make it happen. Cause you know, things aren't any better. I think if you're if you're unhappy in a situation, yeah, should have completely put around for you to be happy. So you know, just just plan, man. Just make that transition, make that call, and you know. should
0: happen yeah that's really great advice that's really great advice um so we've mentioned so many of your helpers and mentors you've met along the way on your hero's journey so let's just take a moment to acknowledge who are a few mentors uh, and helpers that you really would like to recognize and what were the key learnings you learned from them okay
1: so growing up obviously my dad was a great mentor because he t- and my mom my dad and my mom my dad just showed me like hard work you know like he was always working hard work you know my mom same thing she's a hard worker they taught me they instilled hard work and I'll be honest with you like when I was younger I wasn't a, the hardest worker I wasn't you know I wasn't like busting my ass I was kind of you know I, w- I wouldn't say I was lazy but I didn't have a you know like I wasn't like like that hard of a worker like I think I was like Underperforming by my parents' standards, you know, I don't think I was as far as they wanted me to be. So they, they, the you know hard work in me, they taught me that, you know. Uh, mentors wise, you know, Roger was a big one in physical, like fitness. I think he taught me a lot and like opening up my mind to like different training modalities and things like that. So he was able to mentor me and also mentor me on how to train an athlete and how it's different, like the nutrition and everything that goes with it. So that was a great learning experience. So I think that, you know, those are, those are two learning experience. I don't know about men, mentorship, but mm-hmm. mentorship would be, you know, uh, Aubrey Marcus, you know, uh, you know, keep saying his name, but Aubrey was a great mentor. You know, he, Aubrey's really smart dude, you know, in my opinion, he's really smart. He has, great marketing ideas. He has great stuff. You know, he would always come uh, talk to me about marketing and you know, like shoot your passion be real to yourself, be you, you know, like at the time I was like, I'm, I'm always raw and cuss and like this and that. So dude, be you. That's who you are. Don't be afraid to be you. Like that's, that's what people like you. That's what people are going to like you. If they don't like you. Those are not the people you, <laughs> you want to run. So he mentored me a lot about being confident and like, my brand and like who i am and like you know being unapologetic like don't apologize like, that's who you are man that's what you are and then he also mentored me and like believing in like i can make something happen you know he was the person that was like man you need to, you know like at the time when i was like bro he's like do you need to do business cards you need to do this you know, like, he was like give me all these ideas and like you know and like looking back at it i'm like damn that's really valuable information that not everyone has someone to tell them like that they're doing because they've already experienced it and that's why for me it's like I, I want to give that back to other people because he, he was person, you know, that I, I see that is successful and is changing people's lives. So, you know, he gave me that mentorship of helping me out that way. So yeah, man, I, he's been, he's been a great mentor, you know, and, I, and one of my best friends. Um, also John Wolf, John Wolf and Shane, you know, they, they've been great at uh, helping me develop and uh, helping me grow. So, you know, John Wolf, like I said, opened up my mind, both of I actually both both of them because I was, like all super like one way of looking at things sometimes and they opened up my mind to be like hey man like just like just breathe and you know, they would always say like I'm like, like you're like the whole <laughs> you know you're the nicest person but you go you're like I'm oh, fucking just like you know like I'm like oh yeah I know like, you know they helped me kind of like control that you know control that like not be so emotional like be emotional most emotionally invested but when decisions aren't even like right like if you don't see that they're the right thing don't get emotional to them like you know think about it first before you show that emotion and they helped me kind of like really channel that down and kind of help me with that and they also gave me perspective on how to be like a fitness business person you know like you know I was a, I was a trainer like I was a trainer like that's all I did was just train people, people taught me how to be a coach of coaching people like you know coaches and my, the way I see a, a trainer a trainer is just someone that tells you how to exercise. You know, like gives you routines, just someone that coaches you through not just fitness, but through life and helps you with decisions, talks to you, he's your friend, you know, gives you motivation and things like that, leads by example. I think that's what a coach is. And they taught me how to be a coach, you know, really believe and value myself. And uh, yeah, man, I think mentorship, you know, those two person, those two people, uh, I'm three people, Aubrey, John, and Shane have really helped me develop as a person and uh you know keep moving forward you know like I think I've had a lot of people in in this in this company that have helped me Jason Havey, the CEO now of on it you know he's giving me a like on how to like position myself and do things and like you know so it's like I've been very fortunate to have some really strong mentors and individuals to kind of help me and you know I just want to give back, back learn to other people you know like what I've learned I be able to like others you know because i feel you know like hey man someone help me out i can help other people out if i can i'm gonna do it you
0: know mm-hmm. yeah man those yeah. Are my- yeah beautiful so um let's help others by inspiring them with your daily routines. so let's just talk about some of your self-care routines that are essential for your day-to-day um in terms of um nutrition hydration but also your exercise how does your workout routine look like on on a, on a weekly daily basis yeah
1: okay so nutrition wise that's kind of like the big the big one for people i think that's the you know i see nutrition is like you know like, <laughs> this is i remember mike dolce like don't eat you know don't eat like an asshole you know i, I like to eat like an asshole i like to eat food you know i love oh it. yeah so you know but it's one of those things you know like you know eat you know fuel your body right you know the nutrition wise is like fuel your body i know if i'm gonna go eat tacos and do stuff like that my body things like that my body's going to feel it the next day and i'm not gonna not just like in the gym but like my my way of thinking is not all there so i think nutrition just goes you know like you know don't eat like an asshole eat like you you know you're gonna eat each stuff that's gonna fuel you properly and right you know uh, i think one's body's different that's one of the biggest things like people are like, oh eat this eat that and you know there's cookie cutter diet plans for everyone but and like how to, you know so people do need guidance but once you've had guidance you know i've worked with different dietitians, different nutritionist. I'm I've been certified and all that stuff and I know what works for my body. So I just got to eat that I know is going to make me feel optimal. And that means I try to eat healthy for the most part, you know, like 80% of the time and 20% of the time, you know. I love tacos. I love pizza. I love hamburgers, you know, like man, you know, like you know I used to think in that mindset of like, it's, you know, I, I train to eat and, you know, that's not the right mindset, but, you know, I calories and go a little bit harder. because like, oh, okay, I can afford to eat a little bit more. And that's, so I do do that, you know, but in the day, I try to be pretty, you know, I get my meals made by the um, chef G who's a uh, guy named Rudy Gutierrez. That's been making my meals for a long time. Super thankful for him because he's helped me tremendously and staying fueled properly during the week. And he's helped me out a lot with that, you know, like, so yeah, during the week, nutrition wise you know i try to stay good weekends man i i'm gonna go eat something something you know i everything's delicious in my opinion if it feels you right it's delicious but i do like to eat for taste not just for like performance that's just my that that's the way i am so yeah that's my nutrition hydration man i just try to stay hydrated all the time so i've been drinking as so much water even during this interview but I try to stay hydrated as much as i can and i you know electrolytes what do you name it i drink a lot training wise you know I train, you know, six out of seven days out of the week. Six, six out of seven. I work out. Three of those days are like your your heavy workout day, you know, lifting some weight and doing that. The other two days are more like conditioning based days where I'm like doing more like run drills, running, uh, lots of heavy on the erg work. So, you know, more working like that conditioning aspect of things. And then, you know, in every workout, I'm doing mobility work, you know, I'm rolling out. I'm moving around. I'm doing all that. That's a must in every session. So, yeah, my work, workouts are going to be, I warm up for, like, 30 minutes, I think. So, for some people, that's excessive. For me, it works. 30 minutes, I feel fucking great. I work out for another 45 minutes, and I finish my session with, like, a anywhere between an 8 to 15-minute conditioning. And then, and then I decompress for, like, 5 to 10 minutes. So, sessions run. That's how my nutrition kind of is built out. Um, like i said i was like oh, man how can you eat all this stuff and you know i'm super out of shape so man, i can tell when i'm out of shape if i'm eating super bad I notice it i'm like oh i'm tired i should eat that or oh, this and that and i know when i'm eating healthy and i'm fueling myself properly i, I excel in my training so you know for those people that always ask me oh how how can you eat and be like my weight i mean it's, it's like hard you know and i try and you know i try not to eat bad all the time so you know yeah man nutrition eat healthy, man. Don't eat like an asshole. Um, eat food that, you know, it's not going to give you like gut problems, like your stomach hurts, you're bloated, things like that. You know what foods are that or yeah. that stay hydrated all times. And, you know, take a safe training approach, you know, like, you know, warm up properly. That's there. As I get older, that's, there's times where I, I'll just focus on my up that that takes to, and I do a workout and I have to cut the rest of the workout short. Cause I'm low on time. I'll decompress. You know, that's, that's more value, more bang for my buck these days so yeah man
0: excellent so as we move drink well Mm -hmm. no go ahead eat well drink well yeah yeah sleep well
1: and you know perform well bust your ass so absolutely so i
0: was was saying as we move towards the end of this interview i have three more questions Mm -hmm. that i ask every guest um and the first one's the first one's a big one and it's um Along all your journeys on this path, on this hero's journey, what has been your greatest life lessons learned on the path thus far that you'd like to share with our audience? My biggest lesson on my journey is,
1: I I keep going back to it. It's like, you know, help help people, others. But, you know, like, I'm a helping try to, to help as much but you got to realize that not everyone wants to be on your team not everyone wants to be part of that team not everyone really wants your help you know and don't take that to heart you know don't like don't don't get your feelings hurt you know like there's been times like oh man i would really try to work with this person out and this just wasn't they, their visions didn't align with me and it's fine like you know you can't take that to heart everyone mm-hmm. has their own path you know and you know not everyone wants to be on your team not every, everyone has their own tribe their own team whatever it is you gotta yeah and like support them in that you know like you know congratulate them you know celebrate them for that because you know everyone ha- everyone will find their group and stuff like that so my biggest uh, thing has been this like you know be open towards everyone and you know not everyone's going to be on the same path as you or or sees things the way you do you know some people are like oh man this guy i don't fucking see you. i don't agree with anything he said you know and that's mm-hmm. fine yeah you know, there's nothing wrong with that wrong with that you know they see life a different way Hey, man, that's awesome. So, yeah, man, that's one of the, big, been the biggest lessons. Like, you know, don't get butt hurt that people don't see things the way you do and that they don't want to do things. Like, they don't want to be on your team. It's fine. So, yeah, yeah. that's been a big lesson. So I,
0: I like that a lot. Don't take things personally. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the next question, in three words or less, mm-hmm. um, how would you describe the experience you are having on this earth?
1: Beautiful, I have to say, yeah, it's beautiful. It's yeah, it's good. That's all. I need. That's yeah, all you beautiful. need. I like that answer. Yeah, that's yeah. The,
0: that's like the, that's a great answer. That's the the only one that's just the one word, and that's all you need. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then the final question. So I'm going to fast forward us, a bunch, a lot into the future, and you're we're alongside an 85 year old Juan Leha. What life has that 85-year-old Juan Leja lived? What is the legacy that you've left?
1: Well, obviously, I would like to have a family. You know, and I have, I have kids. I need to hop on that a little bit sooner than later. But the legacy, you know, that I was i was a helping person, you know. I stayed humbled. You know, there's – and, you know, I would like to, you know, build a system people can be, like, celebrated in become their own their own like entrepreneur, their own winners and stuff like that. Provide somewhere like that. I think education is the, you know, the best, best bet to provide that. So yeah, my legacy 85-year-old would be like, that guy was not a dick. He was awesome. You know, he was a nice guy. He helped people. And you know, my mom tells me is like, you know, like, hey, you know, like, no matter what, if people do you wrong or whatever, you know, man, just wish the best for them. And I do, you know, my younger self didn't, like if someone did me wrong or whatever, I'm like, man, fuck that person. But now I'm just like, if someone doesn't agree with me, I'm like, cool. I wish you the best, you know, like no hard Mm. feelings. So yeah, man, I want to be remembered 85 year old person, someone that's supportive and uh, helps people along the way and uh, you know, gives back. That's what I want my legacy to be.
0: Beautiful. I want you to picture this 85 year old Juan in your head with your children, grandchildren alongside you, having left that legacy you're just beautifully told. And I'm not going to leave you at the 85 year old Juan. I'm going to bring us back into the now. I'm going to bring us back into 2020. But that 85 year old Juan leaves you a message. What does he tell you? Um,
1: Make better health choices health choices because uh, man you only have one body and you know like i, I i'm getting more in tune with myself so i'll think like you know think about everything that you put in your body like just be mindful of it so i think my 85 year old person don't eat that don't drink that don't do that <laughs> like so yeah just be mindful of what you put in your body you want about one i don't want to be 85 years old and like fuck man i shouldn't have done that when i was like 30 or you know like so yeah my old self will tell me just like Take care of your body, man. You got one body and fucking treat it like, like it's your, the, the most best session that you will ever have. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, thank you so much, Juan. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor to chat with you, to catch up. It's been so long since I've last been in Austin and hopefully we'll be able to chat in person. Who knows when, soon, soon enough, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how this thing's all playing out, but I will be in Austin again. And I'm just really honored that we had this opportunity to chat. They can find you online at um WANIT. Uh, I'm just gonna spell this out because people are not gonna know how to do this. Yeah. It's J yeah. U A N N I T underscore 247. And you've mm-hmm. just released a new ebook, um, a 12-week mm-hmm. program, The Unconventional Gym Athlete, and that's available at wanleja.com. Is there anywhere else they can find you? And again, and, and if you're in Austin, Texas go train with them at on a gym. I yeah, also
1: Texas at on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially with yeah, IG. I, I really try to it. be pretty
1: responsive. Yeah, I, I'm pretty active on social these days and uh, I try to respond to everyone. It gets kind of hard sometimes, but I try to respond to everyone as promptly as possible and uh you know. So yeah, you can find me on IG, uh you know, you can I work here at on it. I'm here
0: every day, so yeah, man. you Know where to find me. Excellent. So to close, we bring our fist in the air and we take it in for a fifth digital fist bump. Boom. Boom. <laughs> thank you. So thank you so much, Juan. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. that's a wrap.
1: All right.